AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Well, there are breakups, and then there are breakups. In the last hours, a a stunning development in the case of a woman who tracks down her boyfriend to a Castleton bar, Tilly's Pub and Grill, by way of an air tag, convinced he's with another woman. And when she sees him in the parking lot, She mows him down, not just once, but making sure she backs up and drives over him again, killing him. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Crime Stories and on Sirius XM 111. What was this woman thinking? Galen Morris, young, attractive, the world before her. But she just can't stand it when her boyfriend, Andre, she's convinced anyway, is with another woman. The two were not married. They could date other people. They didn't share a child together. Nothing. No, anything. In the last hours, a jury speaks. So how did this whole thing unfold? 
First of all, take a listen to our friends at WISH-TV. Smith was pronounced dead just before 1 o'clock Friday morning. His family had rushed to the scene on East 82nd Street. Many of them saw his lifeless body trapped under a car. It's a memory that will haunt them forever. So be hit like an animal in the street. I don't want nobody to love me that hard if you got to take my life. The emotions are still very raw. Smith's aunts, Renika and Sandra Day, describe the last minutes of their nephew's life. Underneath the car, <laughs> crying for help. As he was trying to raise his kid up, ran over my gear. Like and a dog in the street. This young man, this beautiful young man, really at the beginning of his life, Andre Smith. The thought of him being mowed down, seemingly on purpose, under that cart, trying to trying to get up, trying to raise up before he died. Did you hear the crying and the sobs? In the background, take a listen again to our friend Richard Essex at WISH-TV. It's just compelling and overwhelming. Within minutes, Smith was pronounced dead by the Indianapolis Fire Department. His last moments are replayed in the collective memory of his family. And it replays every time I blink right now. It replays every time we have to talk about it or if I'm asleep at night. So I can only imagine how my sister is feeling right now. I can only imagine. It's one thing to, you know, injure or wound a person, but to take a life. While they are yelling for help, help me. A young man and a young lady inside of Tally's. Whoever you are, our hearts go out to you and we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. They ran out of there. And even in the midst of all that pain, Andre's family thanking two of the patrons in the restaurant that came out and tried to help, but to no avail. With me, an all-star panel to make sense of what we know right now in the brutal murder of this young man in the prime of his life, growing up into the man his mother wanted him to be. First, I want to go to a special guest joining us. This is Andre's mother. Miss Sanders, I do not know how you have the strength to put one foot in front of the other. I'm just so sorry, Miss Sanders, what you're going through. First of all, what are your days and nights like as you relive over and over learning that your son was killed? Um, Nancy, it's um, it's hard for me to sleep at night. Um, I can't focus during the day. Um, it's um, My son's death is weighing heavy on my heart. Um, I just, it's horrible. Like, I can't stop thinking about my son, and I wish I could have been there to help him. How do you get through the day? Um, I'm currently taking anxiety medications. I can't, I have to take them throughout the day 
because if I don't, I'm crying all day. I keep crying and crying and crying. When did you learn? Do you remember that moment you learned Andre had been mowed down? Yes, I remember it. I can't forget it. I had gotten a call from one of my family members and told me that my son, this was the words that came out of my family member's mouth, that he wasn't responding. And I'm like, I asked my family member, who are you talking about? And he stated, Andre. I immediately rushed to Community North Hospital in Indianapolis looking for my son. I had no idea what was going on. I just was looking for my baby. And I was going crazy at that time because I hadn't gotten a call from the police or anyone. So I ran to Community North Hospital looking for my baby. And he wasn't there. So you're at the hospital. What happened when you got to the hospital? They didn't have any information on my son, Andre. Um, So a a family member had reached out. At this time, I'm with my sister because I had blacked out. I had parked somewhere. My sister found me. And uh, she came and got me. And um, my sister ended up talking to one of the family members. And they explained to us where my son's body was located. Oh, dear Lord in heaven. Did you say you you blacked out? Yeah, like my sister, um, she was able, I guess she, me and her, we share locations. So she found where I was at. I was at a Speedway gas station near my home. I guess I I was driving out of my apartment, my condo, and I ended up at a Speedway. And my sister found me. When she found me, somehow my, I came back to my senses. And then that's when we continued on to to go where the family member told me my son's body was. Joe Scott Morgan with me. Joe Scott, um, professor of forensics, Jacksonville State University, author of Blood Beneath My Feet on Amazon, death investigator, star of a new hit series, Body Bags with Joseph Scott Morgan on iHeart. I could go on. But Joe Scott, what what is that? Because... You, you, you heard Miss Sanders, this is Andre Smith's mother, say she blacked out, which I take to mean pass out. How, what is it? How do you get so upset you pass out? There, there's no greater pain in this world than death. I've had a lot of people talk about it. And of course, I've seen it throughout my career. And it, it hits you in a place that's almost primal. Because in my estimation, you're, you're suddenly face to face with the finality of it. The end of it, the end of life. What happens in your body? It's almost like a, a shock, a sudden shock. And I, when I'm when I say that, I'm talking about you'll have a, a dip in blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get faint, lightheaded. The world just seems to swim about you. I've experienced this with deaths in my own family as well. I think a lot of us have, and it's just that that final realization, and it's it's hard. Doctor Angela Arnold, renowned psychiatrist, joining us. In the Atlanta jurisdiction, AngelaArnoldMD.com. Dr. Angie, what, I guess Joe Scott would have a physical explanation about your blood pressure dropping. I bet you would have a psychiatric or psychological explanation. Well, you know, Nancy, it's, it's traumatic. So in all of these cases, what you're describing is a trauma. And we never know how our, you know, our body has a fight or flight response, mm-hmm. and we, we just lose everything inside of ourselves when there's such a trauma, and that's why it's so difficult to recover from a trauma, and there, and I understand that the mom is taking some anti-anxiety medicine, 
there are other, there's some good types of therapy that I can recommend for her. I'm going to hook you two up when we get off the air, Dr. Angie. Wonderful. And I, I want to tell you, I really appreciate you offering that. Thank you, Nancy. Because she can't get enough help right now. And Nancy, it's a trauma. It is a trauma and you have to go through. If you can go through, it's never going to make it better or different for her, but but she has to survive because she's the survivor in this. It's almost here. The NYX anniversary sale starts this Thursday, May 9th at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. So mark your calendar this Thursday, May 9th for the NYX anniversary sale. Get 30% off all leak-proof underwear, shapewear, activewear, and more. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Don't miss this. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. In the last hours, Galen Morris learns her fate. Morris now set to spend nearly 20 years behind bars, found guilty for mowing down her boyfriend, Andre Smith, the evening of June 3rd, running over him with her car multiple times in the parking lot of Tilly's Pub and Grill, Castleton, Indiana. The sight of her boyfriend with another woman pushed her over the edge. That is not a defense to murder. Now, at trial, amazing, the defense attorney tried to argue that the defendant believes her boyfriend is cheating and that she deserves to mow him down because she's been paying his bills, occasionally his rent, and he is mistreating her by cheating. Now, that's a new one. Interesting, I don't know if I would have used this exact phrasing. The prosecutor said she, the defendant, is not the girlfriend. She's the side piece. Hmm. What more do we know? To Miss Sanders, that's her little baby. And thinking about her hunched over the wheel of a car at a, did you say a Speedway gas station? Yes, ma'am. My sister, um, like I said, we share locations and um, to my knowledge, I passed out because when I, when she got there, she was shaking. I was bent over the, the steering wheel. She was shaking me like, get up, get up, precious, get up. And I, I woke up and she said, come on. She grabbed my arm. My nephew was on the other arm and they were taking me to her car. That's, that's when I woke up and noticed that I was with my sister at that time. When did you next see your son, Andre? When we got to Tilly's pub where his body was laying underneath a car. You actually saw him underneath the car? Yeah, the detectives would not let me come closer, but I see his legs and his tissue underneath the car. 
all I wanted to do was see my child, and they would not let me get close to him because of the severity of his face. He was stuck underneath the car. Richard Essex joining me, and earlier you heard his voice. Our friend at WISH-TV, he is their prime investigative reporter. You can find him on Twitter, at Richard Essex 3, Roman numeral 3. Richard, I would feel this way, the way I'm feeling right now, every time I started a murder case. Because sometimes... The facts are like a big wave. They just come and just hit you and knock you over. And when I hear Miss Sanders talking about passing out at that Speedway gas station out there all alone in her car, knowing her son is dead and then being taken and seeing him up under a car outside a restaurant parking lot in a restaurant park. You start me off, Richard Essex. Thank you for being with us. What happened that night? Well, from talking to the police and talking to Miss Sanders' uh, sisters, and by the way, Miss Sanders, uh, your story is heartbreaking. It, it almost brings me to tears just listening to to what you're saying and, and talking to your sisters. I replay that the hour or so that I spent with them last week. Um, what strikes me from all of this is how it's impacted her family. So many of them were brought up to Tilly's bar as their son, nephew, was right there underneath the car. Guys, take a listen to our friends now at Fox 59. Breaking news from Indy's north side. We have confirmed with police a pedestrian was hit and killed by a car in front of a strip mall. This happened early this morning around 1230 near Tilly's Pub on East 82nd Street and Dean Road. Officers say they're looking for witnesses to try and piece together exactly what happened. And more from our friends at WISH. This is Camilla Fernandez. Some people tell me this is an unusual occurrence for this part of the city. I've never been there, but I know just this area in general, especially with the new apartments and people are always walking around and and the customers are just always so nice. It's kind of disturbing a little bit because this area is very clean and nice. People should, you know, try to get together and get along. You know, stop this violence. Police are asking anyone with any information to come forward. Police searching for witnesses to help solve the mystery surrounding the death of this young man with us today. His mother, Miss Sanders, and Richard Essex, along with our panel. Richard joining us from WISH. So, Richard, I'm hearing witnesses speaking to Camilla Fernandez stating, what a nice area it is and how this is very unusual, which proves to me just because you're in a nice area, you are not insulated from crime. Tell me about the area where this restaurant is. Well, it's on the north side of Indianapolis. It's an area of town that has um, some of the better shops. There's some of the the cleaner uh, shopping malls. It, It is a nice area. It has been a nice, safe area for for decades, but like every other city, major city in in America, Indianapolis is not insulated from the violence that has been um, crisscrossing the country. And this particular area has seen some spikes as has the rest of the city. And 
regardless of how nice your area is, sometimes violence creeps in into your back door. And what about this restaurant, Tilly's? Is it Tilly's Pub? It's Tilly's Pub. It has been around for a long, long time. It used to be a, a favorite with some of the, the NBA players and coaches here in Indianapolis. A lot of them live up in that area, and, and it has been known to bring in some, some higher-profile people. There's expensive shops right behind, right out their back door. When you say expensive shops, what do you mean by that? Uh, Brooks Brothers, you know, that type, that type of place. It's more of a higher-end shopping center. That, that's pretty high-end. You know, the Golden Fleece and all that. Have you ever priced out a suit there? Forget it. Uh, okay, I get your drift. Fancy people, fancy stores, a lot of money, celebs hanging out at this bar, uh, NBA players hanging out at this bar. Daryl Cohen joining me right now, high-profile lawyer joining me out of the Atlanta jurisdiction, former felony prosecutor, now defense and civil attorney. Daryl Cohen, man, I learned that pretty quickly when I joined you at the Fulton County District Attorney's Office. You have high-crime areas where people are out literally on the street selling dope. I tell you, the first time I saw that in a police report, I kicked the officer out of court. I was new. I didn't know any better. The officer wrote in his report, I was approached by a man on the corner waving a glassine bag. I'm like, do you think I'm at, I may have used a few curse words at that time. That was before I had the twins. You think I believe that somebody walked up to you with a glassine bag of coke? Get out. I dead docketed the case. All right. I go out on the street, say three months later in that same area. I stop at a red light. Guess what happened? A guy waved a glassine bag of dope at me. The feeling that went over my body when I realized the cop had been telling me the truth. Don't worry, I revived the case. Long story short, there are areas that are high crime, and there are areas you go to and take your family to dinner, and you don't think you're going to get killed in the parking lot. Nancy, this is different. This is targeted crime. This happens. So when- you believe, Daryl Cohen, that this was targeted? I got to agree with you. When somebody, I mean, Richard Essex, didn't the driver run over Andre three times? Yes, and if you look back through the report, you could even argue that it was a fourth attempt. Fourth attempt. So the perp had to run over, back up, and run over again. Is that how it worked? Yes. Um, from reading through the report, uh, she made a run at at Andre and, and his friend as they were coming out of Tilly's, and somebody deflected, and she was able to maneuver her car around and then um, hit him on the side and knocked him down and then ran over him. Run over him again? Twice. Guys, and then we have a twist in the case. Take a listen to our friends at WTHR 13. New info in the death of a man whose girlfriend was accused of running him over in a bar parking lot. Court documents reveal that Galen Morris told police she did not mean to run over Andre Smith. She actually told police she meant to hit the woman that he was with at Tilly's Pub and Grill. Those documents also reveal that Morris initially denied putting an air tag in the car to track him. She then admitted to placing it in the back seat. Air tag? Transferred intent? I didn't mean to run over him. I meant to run over and kill her. Video shown at trial shows the defendant, Galen Morrison, screaming the name of her dead boyfriend, Andre Smith, as she sits in the back of a police car once she learns he's dead. That body cam video was played day two of her murder trial. 
one prosecution witness testified when somebody's in a parking lot, you don't hear them rev up. They gain acceleration with time. Like she was at higher RPMs, enough where it made me turn around, stop directions, and be like, what the heck's going on to watch this and see it all happen? So apparently she was revving the car. The witness says the car stopped with Smith underneath, his head near the front left wheel. Two women who ran out of the bar were the first to talk to Morris, still talked to the defendant. She was still sitting in the driver's seat. To Andre's mother, Miss Lapricia Sanders. Miss Sanders, when did you learn that his ex, his girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, had confessed, had admitted she ran down your boy in cold blood? It's not like she was a drunk driver or it was an accident. She did it on purpose. Nancy, I found out when I got on the scene because I had seen her car. And that's when I found out when the detective walked up to me and told me the victim's name. I mean, the, the person's name that killed my son. Did you know her? I had met her because um, they've been knowing each other for quite some time. They were, they've been dating off and on for quite some time. I've met her maybe three times in total. What does she, how does she sing to you? How did she present when you met her before? Um, I really can't say because, I mean, it was just more like a high and by type of thing. Where were you when you met her? Um, he had brought her to a house that I was staying in during that time. And this was like in 2017, maybe. So he brought her over and met you? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. And she seemed normal? Um, during that time, yes. She just seemed like a regular person, like a regular normal lady, normal girl, whatever you want to call her. She seemed normal at that time. This reminds me so much of a case we'd covered about a 30-something-year-old Ph.D. student, her name Najinsky Dix. She had dated a guy a couple of you know, months, maybe weeks, and he broke up. And this Ph.D. student, I've got pictures of her. She looks all put together, like she's in one of those Brooks Brothers ads. She drives across the country, stalks his apartment, his condo, just the way that this woman, Galen Morris, is charged with stalking Andre and then shoots him dead because he broke up with her. Listen to our friends at Crime Online. According to Hickman's family, Dix had started stalking her former flame after the split and that even though she was from out of state, she somehow found out where he lived in Washington, D.C. Shortly before 5.30 p.m., police responded to reports of gunfire at the apartment complex in the nation's capital. Police entered an apartment where they found a male individual who had been shot. They found Nijinsky Dix kneeling beside the bullet-ridden body of Terry Hickman, who was pronounced dead at the scene. Police said Dix was holding a gun in her left hand, which officers ordered her to put down. She was also on speakerphone with someone who identified themselves to authorities as her mother. To stalk someone, to electronically stalk someone, in this case, 
after you've been broken up with. Take a listen to our cut four. This is Felicia Lawrence, WTHR. Court documents state that Galen Morris told another woman she had used an air tag to track Andre Smith to Tilly's pub because he was cheating on her. The same woman told police she saw Morris run over Smith three times before getting out of the car and coming after another woman. To Lapricia Sanders joining us, this is Andre's mother. So if these reports are in fact true, and I have no reason to doubt them, Ms. Sanders, she, Galen Morris, age 26, stalked your son like a deer, like a bunny rabbit. The way you follow one in a scope, she stalked him with an air tag. Yes, ma'am. It was an air tag. When did you learn that? I learned that, um, I think it was like the next day after my son's death, the detective, the detective called me and um, he explained to me that um, the young lady had placed a, a air tag. I'm not going to mention what kind of air tag, but she placed the air tag, air tag under the passenger seat of the car, of his car. And they were broken up, weren't they? Hadn't he broken up with her? Uh, yes, ma'am. He had um, separated from her. Um, he was currently at my grandmother's house, at, um, you know, living with her for a little bit. But his clothes and things were still at the apartment that him and Galen had shared together. So this was a fresh breakup. Yes. He had moved in with his grandmother and some of his stuff still at the suspect's apartment. Joining me right now is Lee Reber, mobile device forensic expert, COO of Oxygen Forensics, Inc., and author of Mobile Forensic Investigations, A Guide to Evidence Collection. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Lee Reber, thank you for being with us. Explain what is an air tag and how does that work? Sure, sure. Thanks, Nancy. Um, so it, it, it's really not new technology. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's, what's, it's, it's a Bluetooth low energy device. So what that simply means is uh, it utilizes Bluetooth uh, to, say, notify uh, a device. So here's an example. McDonald's. Mm -hmm. McDonald's is one of the largest purchasers of these beacons, Bluetooth beacons, that if you're in McDonald's uh, and you suddenly get an ad that might come up onto your phone, it's simple use of this Bluetooth technology. I don't know what you're saying. I'm sorry. They did not teach me that in law school. What do you mean? I'm in a McDonald's and an ad comes up on my phone. Sure. So if, if you go in, we'll take another example. A lot of uh, grocery stores will use these Bluetooth beacons. So you're going down and you're thinking about buying some soup. And then all of a sudden on your phone, you now receive an ad for uh, Campbell's Chunky Soup that you might be looking for. Those pop up on your phone. Right. And so. In, in the case of these, or, or an AirTag, uh, simply Apple calls this an iBeacon. And what it allows people to do using the uh, uh, Find My service of Apple to be able to track these little tokens uh, if they place them on an object. Okay, wait, when you say a token, you mean the AirTag looks like, for instance, um uh, a, a suitcase tag that you would put on there with your name on it? Yeah, yeah. Just think of it just a, a, an object, a physical object that you can place. Uh, in. Hey, Lee Reber, hold on one second. I think Miss Sanders wants in. Go ahead, Miss Sanders. Um, what Lee Reber is trying to explain, um, I was told that my son, uh, by the young lady that was with him at Tilly's, he kept 
telling her that someone is tracking us, but he didn't he he didn't know it was a device in his car, but he know he was being tracked by someone, but he didn't think it was the girl, uh, the the Galen girl, or you know he just didn't know who. So they checked him, the young lady that he was with at the silly club. They checked the car. They checked around. They didn't find anything because it looked like a quarter or something. It was underneath his passenger seat. So he knew he was being followed, but he didn't know by who or anything like that. Okay, now, wait a minute. Then Lee Reber, how would he have known he was being followed? Yeah, so the interesting thing uh, that Apple actually added um, was the the ability, because when they first released with the AirTags, this was a big issue, and it still is a big issue with stalking. Is is that uh, these they sounds they weren't hearing they wouldn't know really that they had a, a, a device that was uh, say following them or within their vehicle. Now Apple's actually added um, so that if they have an iPhone uh, or an iDevice, it then they get a notification on their device indicating, hey, you have an unknown device writing. Okay, you. wait a minute. So let me try to translate what you're saying into regular people talk. I think what you just said is if some, if you have, if you're being tracked by an air tag, then you'll hear a little boop or a little something, a ping or electronic sound notifying you that somewhere around you there's an air tag. Is that what you just said? Correct. Correct. And so it is, it's because it's a, uh, it's, it's not paired to say your device, right? It's an unknown it's an unknown device or air tag that was, you know, with, uh, within the area that you are in. Richard Essex joining us from WISH that air tags would be used in such a nefarious way as they were by this woman, Galen Morris, age 26, to track down her ex, Andre, like a dog. She apparently told somebody in the parking lot that she that there was a GPS monitoring device in his car and she knew that his car was in that parking lot and she had been questioning people up and down in front of this uh, shopping area. Have you seen a guy that with this description inside of the bar and she was walking up and down and she saw him. So she, she knew exactly where his car was and she went up and down, tried to find him. I'm just sick about it. I'm just sick about it. And over what a breakup I mean, Miss Sanders, has this woman tried to communicate with you? Nancy, she better not try to communicate with me. Because right now, my family and I are hurting. We're hurting really, really bad. Um, I'm lost. I'm numb. I don't feel like I even have a soul anymore. She took my son from me. It's almost here. The NYX anniversary sale starts this Thursday, May 9th at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. 
Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. So mark your calendar this Thursday, May 9th for the NYX anniversary sale. Get 30% off all leak-proof underwear, shapewear, activewear, and more. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Don't miss this. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. In the last days, a sentence goes down on a woman who mows down her lover out of sheer rage because he had a date with another woman. She tracked him with an air tag. The first cop to arrive at the scene immediately cuffed her, and she admitted she tracked the victim to the bar with an Apple air tag. She reportedly confronted the victim. They got into an argument and then got into an argument with the date for the night before they were all told to leave. The defendant left first and was waiting in her car, waiting for the boyfriend to come out. To Andre's mother, Miss Lapricia Sanders. Miss Sanders, what was he like as a little boy? Oh, man, full of joy. Uh, he loved to, to rap. Uh, he loved to play. He was just like a normal, typical kid. Um, he was a love child. Like, everybody loves Andre. Like, that was a love child. He was a sweet person. He wouldn't harm anybody. He just loved to put on clothes. He loved clothes and shoes. And that was, that was, and he just, he didn't deserve what she did to my, my son. And you know, Joe Scott, what he went through, what he went through, he did not die immediately. And to die up under a car like that, trying to lift up his head, trying to, live he did not die immediately joe scott morgan no he didn't and but this is uh this is you know you you'll have as daryl had pointed out just a moment ago he was struck multiple times and unlike a, a firearm when you use a car to facilitate something like that each one of these contacts leaves a specific type of evidence relative to an individual's body and so you'll have a bumper mark. Remember, he was, they described it as being have, him having been clipped initially, which essentially knocks him to the ground by the bumper. And we'll find on his body what's referred to as a bumper mark. It's this abraded area. I suspect that this isn't just blunt force trauma, Nancy. I suspect that this, there is a compression element that is involved in this where there was an asphyxial event that occurred. Are you trying to say he couldn't breathe? Yeah. Uh, yeah. His gotcha. chest couldn't rise and fall because I of the can't take it. I can't take it. I can't take it anymore. I have to go. I can't take it. I can't. Miss Sanders, I understand. Please, please, Jackie, let her go because this is too much for her. I mean, Dr. Angie, did you hear that the mother can't even stand to hear these facts about her son? This is a disorder that this girl had, but it is not insanity. You you told no. me it's some type of disorder. Yes, Nancy, there's actually a name for this. It's called obsessive love disorder. And everything about this woman projects this disorder to me. Now, I, 
I, I hear you're saying disorder and on the street for me, regular vernacular or disorder means you're, you're ill. This girl is not ill. She's angry. And yes, she's obsessed, but that is not a defense, Dr. Angie Arnold. No, I am not saying it's a defense, but I'll tell you something, Nancy. The reason I bring it up is because if other people know the signs of things like this that they can look out for in someone that is perhaps um, glomming on to their child and trying to make a relationship with that child, people need to be able to look out for these signs and symptoms. And I think that that's a, I think that that's something else that we bring to this, to your, to what you do on this. Okay, Nancy, I want people besides me to know the signs and symptoms of something like this so they can look for it. Like what? Give me some signs and symptoms. Okay. Some of the symptoms can include your, you have an overwhelming attraction to one person. Okay. Then you start to have obsessive thoughts about that person. You may feel the need to protect the person that you're in love with, okay? You also become very possessive of them. Extreme jealousy over any kind of other interpersonal interactions that they have. And typically, the person with this disorder actually has a very low self-esteem, okay? You'll see them have, you'll see them, um, sending repeated texts and emails and phone calls. They have a constant need for reassurance. They have a hard time maintaining friendships with other people because of their obsession with this one person. So you, I, you said, we, we heard in this that they had been together for three years. And something that really struck me was that the mother didn't really know her very well. She had only met her like three times. Justice has unfolded in a court of law. Galen Morris guilty of voluntary manslaughter and the brutal death of her boyfriend, Andre Smith. But it will never bring him back and his mother still grieving. Goodbye, friend. <laughs> 